guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the hype! Hold on, give you your, your cue. Ready? I was trying to be funny, Black though. alert. Black alert. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how long I've been sitting on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. You're all going to die down here. (laughs) Well, just punch my ticket to hell. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hypotap Podcast. You're here with Jermaine, Doug, Isaac, and Rudy. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? And on today's attack list, uh, we got a new trailer for The Flash, and we're going to dive into the Snyderverse because The Flash is the trailer or movie, I should say, that's going to end the DCEU to drive us into the DCU. Yep. But before we do get into this deep dive, did you guys nerd out this weekend? Of course we did. Of course I did. Yeah, I did. I can't speak for Doug. Uh, Oh, no, I know what you did. Yeah, I took um, my parents to the Renaissance Fair for the Uh first time. It was my mom's birthday last week. Happy birthday. uh, Yeah. Happy birthday, birthday, Mama Gentry. Uh, Yeah, Renaissance Fair. I don't know if you guys have ever been, but it's a good Mm -mm. time. Everyone's dressed up and it's super nerdy. It was very hot, though. I still need to do one of those. Like, it's... On my bucket list. This one's still going on until like mid May. Was it hot because wow. everyone's wow. wearing like the push up? So, or even temperature? Oh, sorry. Yeah, weather. No, I mean sorry. both. Weather. Both. Sorry. For I'm sure. keeping my pants. Uh, <laughs> what did you guys do? Not that. Uh, I saw Evil Dead Rise. That's a fun, oh. that's a fun movie. I'm going to try to see that. I heard this that week. got great reviews. It, it did. I love the 2013. I, it holds a place in my heart. I love the original, mm-hmm. but the 2013 holds a place in my heart as far as like gore and stuff like that. It were cut straight to the point, as did this one. Um, but I, 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 I didn't love it as much as the first one. Okay. I still liked it a lot. You should check um, it out. Everyone should check it out. I'm sure that we're first have, one was pretty solid. Yeah, I loved it. I'm sure we're gonna have a horror movie episode at one point, and that will absolutely be part of the conversation. Yes, yeah. the the 2013 remake was. Great. Oh yeah, this isn't just the. Uh, uh, nerd podcast where you know pop culture, mm-hmm. you know the umbrella of everything. The things we nerd about can be anything. As someone who doesn't really like horror movies, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Did you describe it as fun? Yeah. So blood, I, blood gore. When someone gets stabbed, killed, okay. uh, potato pillar to the ball sack, it, 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 I, I go yes, that's fun. Yeah, it's okay. creative fun. Okay, I, I will represent for for that's Isaac fair. right now. For me, horror movies are entertaining. It's not terrifying for me. Like uh, the movie Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. that was a fun movie to me. That was super. Cabin funny. in the Woods was was a a good fun horror movie because of everything that was involved in that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I have. I didn't get it. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, just Keanu it, Reeves and Sandra Bullock exchanging letters from the past of the future. Yes, that's in that multiverse. Of, in yes. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Lake House. My bad. <laughs> Both horror movies. That multiverse <laughs> movie. I love that multiverse movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock couldn't let the, the cabin go faster than 25 miles per hour. 
what I nerded out in was a a childhood thing that holds a dear place in my heart. I watched the uh, Power Rangers once and always. Oh, I watched that. Mm. How is that? It was. It if it if you like the original mm. Power Rangers, it's not going to be anything glorious. You know, like when you like when you watch your old cartoons that you know you used to watch. Like, yeah, it's cheesy. I felt like I was in sixth grade again. Like it was like I didn't expect anything, you know, of it. They had their little moments, you know, where they tugged on your heart a little bit because you know what happened to like Trini in real life. Yeah. And, you know, so they kind of plugged in a moment in there, you know, for her. Uh, and it was a little bit disappointing because you didn't have like that original cast in there and you, you know, R.I.P. Jason oh, David God. Frank. I Oof. can't even. <clears throat> Jason can't, David Frank. I, Man, I, that one hit. Yeah, yeah, but um, that yeah. still hurts. But but anyways, for what it was, I enjoyed it. It made me, you know, laugh. Like I said, like I felt like I was in sixth grade all over again. Yes, it has some cheesy moments. Yes, I shake my head. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, this is so ridiculous. But it was good for what it was. Like, it was Power Rangers, and it was like that. First generation. It was yeah, directly in the vein of that that first series before it kind of got you know they they kind of roided it up a little bit and heavy action before the grid got bigger with yeah, mm. that's, other but it was it was other rangers it was in that same vein just as cheesy but it was yeah so well executed like I was I was there for it uh, I I, uh, I probably last year I was like ooh the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is on Netflix let me check it out let me revisit it and I was like. Wow, you said you were in the sixth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it started like it, what ninety three, ninety four. It was definitely sixth grade because I <laughs> Nin- remember staying hey, after school and watching. Jermaine, it. Doug, and Rudy, how old were you in ninety three and ninety four? Twelve, eleven. She, I was in sixth grade, and yeah, I was three or four. Oh, fucker. A little baby. I was I was a freshman in high school. I was from from eighth grade to ninth grade. Nice, Isaac. Have you ever used a typewriter? Legitimately, not yes, ironically. Yes. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's that's my thing. Is I always like to tell people, it's like I I turn in like school reports that I use a typewriter for, and now I'm just like <laughs> for you know, one or two years, and then it was computer and floppy yeah. disks. Oh, floppy disk. Yeah, I got your floppy disk. I'll wait for it <laughs> <laughs> and got your hard drive. Is it three and a half, three point five <laughs> millimeters? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that flash trailer. Oh, what did man. you guys think? So this is the second trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um or third. I, teaser, second, and then this trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. Teaser. Yeah, yeah. Want, yeah, yeah. yeah um, count it that way. Uh well, it, it looks it looks freaking cool. I I'm I'm so happy with the idea that like yeah, it's titled The Flash and it's a quote unquote solo movie, but it's like, yeah, no, this is a shared universe. There's other things in it. Mm-hmm. And, and and in this case, it's like a shared multiverse or whatever. There's, there's other heroes in it. And I feel like that's something that all of these hero m- movies, whether DC or Marvel, Marvel should have been doing the whole time where it's like, yeah, shared universe. Like the, of mm-hmm. course the flash is going to go to Bruce for advice. And I think that they hinted at that, right? Like him going to, well, cause in, 
Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne for advice. Mm-hmm. In the Flashpoint Paradox comic, he it's it's him and Batman, Batman, it's, you know, uh, his dad as Batman in, in that one. Although I really, really wanted to see um, uh, who's the chick that played Maggie uh, as a female Joker. That would have been really cool. And to see uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Maggie from The Walking Dead and yeah, that, Jeffrey Dean Morgan original from pitch, The Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, man, we, I would have loved to see. Oh, like, we, we all wanted that. When we yeah. saw uh, them in the his, beginning yeah. of... Uh, BBS, that I was like, oh my god, we could actually get this. God, and that's a great <laughs> casting for that because we, you know, we saw uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the comedian in uh, The Watchmen, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, that guy, that guy can fucking act. Also, Perfect. Daddy Winchester for those who are Supernatural fans, which I am. <laughs> uh, all about Dean Jensen Ackles. Uh, he was in. He was in Supernatural. What? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, by the way, Jeffrey D. Morgan's coming back with Jensen Ackles in The Boys. But back to you. Yeah. Well, they um, they pitched this Flash movie as like yeah Flashpoint, which we had right. obviously the comic book, mm-hmm. um, which actually I don't know if i ever read that i certainly was following along in the synopsis and everything mm-hmm. online but then we also had the dc animated movie which i think was one of the first times i watched it. i was like oh this is mm-hmm. a little hardcore yeah and it was and it was very much uh, i haven't read the, the flashpoint paradox comic but it was very much um um oh what's daddy wayne thomas thomas Tom wayne. wayne yeah it was uh and it's it, it, him having then having thomas wayne and then with the cw flash them doing that their par- flashpoint paradox and you know sort yeah, of yeah, revitalizing yeah. the storyline their way there's a moment this isn't like a spoiler or anything but do you guys think we're gonna get that that letter moment from this like oh, because it's one of those like no not without thomas wayne no right? yeah exactly that was the unless whole they, thing unless they're fucking throwing thomas wayne in in this yeah that's the thing like, that's we like, don't know. maybe like a hidden thing that okay. they, they don't want to spoil so god finish your point because i have a, a thing about trailer. Oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> it's just a conversation piece but because <laughs> i'm gonna tell you guys like this. when that happened i was reading my book like oh boy in the never-ending story, like how he's gasping and he's like, oh my God. And he throws his book. Like when that happened, my eyeballs, I was like, I, I like closed the comic and I, and I had to look away. I was like, mm, my eyes are really can't. I had the sweatiest eyeballs. Oh. And I still do when I, I see that, that panel come up mm. online or something. It'd be like, where he's reading it and a little fucking tear hits the page. I'm like, what the I have to ask yeah. you guys. Rudy, a letter from his daddy. Star. Rudy vowed never to have sweaty eyeballs again, which is why he's wearing a very cool uh, headband right now. <laughs> I'm fat. <laughs> I said and nothing right now. Makes me sweat. <laughs> so the headband is on. The I'm, headband. I'm, I'm trying has, to preserve my headphones. For the gamers out there, for the gamers out there, he has his headband, solid snake style. Infinite, he has infinity ammo infinite right now. Infinite ammo, baby. I have to ask you okay. guys the yeah. comic books though. Do you guys generally read comic books at home or you're out in public when you have those like responses? Because I, I used to read my comic books at Starbucks and I would get to those those moments like the letter. Mm-hmm. Or for me, uh not as sad but shocking was um I believe it was Identity Crisis when Max Lord snapped the neck of the second Blue Beetle Ted Cord. Mm. And I, I remember sitting in the corner in my Starbucks, and I was like a regular at this place. And I'm like, and it, and the way they designed the comic, which is something interesting with comic books, you know, you think you couldn't get that kind of shock, yeah, shock yeah, horror, yeah. that shock, oh, shock moment in a comic book, but they frame it where it's like, oh, you turn the page, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you turn the page, and Ted Cord's, oh no, Ted Cord got shot in the head. Sorry, 
it was the same issue that wow it was the same series where wonder woman snapped max lord's neck that's why i got him confused but you turn the page and ted Cord's shot just point blank executed in the head and and i just remember sitting in the corner at the starbucks like turning the page and like dropping the comic like what the fuck <laughs> because the whole series that whole setup was like oh like this is going to be ted cord like the justice league was kind of ignoring him so it's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna solve this problem myself or whatever i don't think it was identity or oh man this was so long ago i don't think it was identity crisis it was one of the crises though because wasn't identity crisis where they were trying to figure out who killed uh yes and it ended uh, up being one of the shrinking people yeah because i remember there was a specific cover where Batman looked like he was defeated because they were trying to figure out who killed. Uh, man, I don't remember it off the top of my head. It was so Sue, long ago. Sue Dibney. Yes. Ralph Dibney's uh, yes. one of the elongated people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we're going on. Per the trailer. <clears throat> so the thing about the trailers that I really love is, is there's the teaser trailer, which, again, I got a thing for teaser trailers. When it doesn't tell a lot and it's just like maybe one, maybe two images. And it does exactly that. It teases you, it entices you, and there's like a cool musical sting. And you're like, fuck, symbol, title card. Um, the second trailer was really cool because it showed more of the action. You kind of get an idea of what the storyline is, and so you can kind of know what you're going to, uh, uh, gonna go see. And then the third trailer came out, and it did a really interesting thing that like third trailers after the you know teaser trailer do. Um, Usually, other the more trailers come out, you're like, "Well, fuck!" They just told the whole storyline. They told all the pun, told all the punchlines. I know exactly what's going to happen. Fucking probably Fantastic scene for Four, scene. Rise Ugh. of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> but go ahead, continue. But this trailer did something really interesting in that it didn't spoil anything, and yet it showed you like you know like a few more things to entice you a bit more, as if you needed any more fucking enticing. You know, I mean, fucking James Gunn himself. Was like this is gonna be the best fucking movie ever. I don't uh, know if that's verbatim. Uh, you're forgetting uh, who said that before James Gunn, Tom Cruise. What? Tom Cruise got a sneak peek of the uh, Flash movie, and he said it was the greatest superhero movie he's ever seen. No shit. Whose couch did he ruin after he got excited? I don't and- know. <laughs> <laughs> he he might have watched it with Oprah. And he jumped up on he the couch. He jumped on like the he- couch and he cracked the baby feet. He's like, that's <laughs> oh, a great movie. But, but, Let's live anyway, another fifty fucking back, years. Back but honestly, trailer. though. I'm 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 hearing a lot of people uh, give this movie positive reviews. Mm. Oh yeah, everything everything I've been hearing. I haven't heard it. Even even uh, social media like nerd people that I follow that usually bash on everything, Mm -hmm. they're actually excited. They're like, I'm actually excited to go watch this in theater rather than wait until it you know drops on. Yeah, I'm even I'm even that much more excited to go watch this movie. Although. They, they should have saved a certain line that was in the trailer where uh, Keaton Michael says, Keaton? yeah, he says, we want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. I'm like, save that, save that, save that. Oh, there, there will always be, I, I mean, that's the thing with trailers is like, you know, you want to show all the cool stuff, but there are always certain things that like, man, I wish they wouldn't have shown. And we'll get into it is obviously oh, yeah, we'll BVS. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, was, we'll get into that. I really wish they would have never shown Wonder Woman. But we'll get into mm. that. Or even Doomsday. Like I oh, feel yeah, like they, they should or or, or that Doomsday. that version of Doomsday because that really wasn't Doomsday. That was a a, a Kryptonian mutation. Uh, Zack Snyder said that the real Doomsday still exists out there in the universe. And before we jump into that, Rudy, how'd you nerd this week? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we didn't ask. So you. Oh, he okay. said he no, 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 no. I watched. What's the power of your thing? I'm being respectful. Um, 
I also was a little busy and I work on weekends. Like you guys have the weekends off. I, I have to work. So half my day is already taken up. I did finish reading my book, um, Forever Free, which is a follow up to The Forever War by James Hollerman. It's a mm. hard sci fi book. And I think you actually recommended that or mentioned that story to me. And I went looking for that book and I liked the first one. So I read the next. The next in that series. She like it's a sci-fi classic. I, I I could be wrong, but I've been hearing rumblings about a movie. But anyways, that's on the other topic. But um, let's jump the fuck into it. So with this flash trailer, the the only negative thing that I have been mm-hmm. hearing is a lot of people don't like the special effects. Like they don't like the way that it looks. It's really interesting. I've yeah. heard I've heard that too, and I don't see it I, i'm trying to it's, think it's the perspective the, the way the camera lens or whatever is like is shown it's a weird um i don't know what that would be it's almost like it's it's like a stretched out man i don't know what, what that would be but i the angle or they whatever say like the an, like the 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 special effects like when it like when you see flash running and he's you know in like the speed force whatever mm-hmm. you want to say like they say like it doesn't look finished and, and it very well might not be right. It's still just a trailer. And, and you know, they don't like his uh, special effects his, teams uh, tend to work till the end. I always thought Cal flashes at him, uh, special effects look a little weird anyway. At, at least the you know, way he runs. I think it would have looked a lot better it. if Zack Snyder was still around. But you know, that's just me. Come at um, me, bros. Come what? at me, haters. <laughs> One interesting that I think I read recently about Zack Snyder um, was that he has a painter's background. Like he's like so very artistic background mm-hmm. so like his color like like so i, I mean that explains you look at hundred yeah you look at Zack snyder's movie um Pantheon. filmography um and they all just have that certain look that's just so cool and i think that's something that maybe other filmmakers aspire to and maybe that's that's why because that's i think a lot of these special effects in in a lot of new movies like they look good technically but I feel like the coloring or something is off. And I think that's where maybe, you know, Snyder with that kind of grittier look that he had to all of his movies and all the movies he was involved in helped because darker, grittier is always going to look better for special effects, CGI effects versus a bright, bright setting. One of the complaints I heard was that it looked too smooth. Like it looked too cartoonish. Like, oh, yeah. As I opposed to, that. you know, like the grittiness that you were speaking about. But you know, I could see it as like Zack Snyder's. Um, I guess yeah, yeah, like like color palette just cartooned a bit more. But nothing as bad as, and we'll get into it. Joss Whedon's Justice League. Mm. Blech. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. I got diarrhea from just saying it. Anyway, um, so to jump to, into wait it. to close out uh, the Flash trailer. Do you guys think it's? I don't know how to say it. It's is it disrespectful that the last movie to close out that that Snyderverse is being already kind of touted as the, the best superhero movie ever made? Or does that do a disservice to Zack Snyder? Or is it like its own thing and shouldn't be judged in relation to that? No, because it's it's not to say that it's apples and oranges, right? Because it's still in the in the Snyderverse. But um, it's you want every movie especially every superhero movie to be fucking amazing you know 
I would hate for reviews to come back and go like, well, it's kind of mediocre. And you're like, yeah, I win for Snyder. No, I still want it to be an amazing movie. So I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a, it's a, uh, a jab or anything like that towards, uh, you know, cause I, I mean, that's why we're, we're going to do the deep dive we're doing now is because, I mean, if I'm to speak for everyone, I think we can all say we loved the Snyderverse or, Absolutely. you know, Snyder's vision, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and vision, I like the way you put that Snyder's vision ultimately, because he was involved in what, like five of these movies. But as we yeah. looked up today, there was 15 yep. uh, movies in this and DCEU. One show. Peacemaker. Uh, yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. All like all of these fall under that old DCEU um, and it was all stemming from that vision that started with Snyder. Um, to answer your question, though, Rudy, I think it it does. I don't know if disrespectful or anything is the right word, but it sucks. <laughs> it sucks because this is like watching that trailer reminded me of the Snyderverse and seeing it and then hearing these ideas that this might be the greatest thing ever. It's like, oh, if they had just given it all of a like all of it a chance it's just given it a time but now granted maybe someone could argue like 15 movies in if this is the it if this is it like maybe it should have been killed off but but even with these 15 movies like i i i personally feel like um the world took something from me that i would never get back which is that that Zack snyder uh five movie you know of a superman evolution that visually in in his world like how he creates things like you know like the way the movie is visually painted i haven't seen any superhero movie that compares to like the style like zach 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 snyder's movies to me feel like it's based in like the real world everything else like you know I'm not bashing anything like, you know, Marvel or anything like yeah. I'm a Yeah, our, our opinions can be exclusive to a particular thing without smashing everything else. Oh, yeah, like I'm a fan it. of everything. But um uh it's it's just one of those things like I wish they would have let him finish his his five movie uh uh project and then get into this flashpoint or introduce everybody else mm-hmm. like if if they didn't like it, then they could have just rebooted it. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. I almost wish that they would have just numbered them like Man of Steel Part 1 of 5. Just so everyone knew from the get-go that there was more story. Because I think people like complain like, like, or, like, like people need to know that there's more to it. Because I think a lot mm-hmm. of people expected mm-hmm. the Marvel setup of like, here's a story, here's, oh, yeah, a, story, the Mar- here's a story. The Marvel recipe. And from the very beginning, I think... Snyder and DC and Warner Brothers should have established like we're not doing that. And do not do not go too far because earlier you were mentioning like you know like, we had this but we didn't have you know we didn't get the full vision. Do you feel though it it is better to have loved and lost than to have never ever loved? No, damn that. Give me <laughs> what was deserved. Give me what was son. deserved. No, no, no. This is my time, y'all. I'm gonna get out everything that that we've been talking about for uh-huh. years. Yeah. Oh, with <laughs> no mercy, no Vaseline. Say it. <laughs> no, no Vaseline. Whatever you want to say. This is our new war war chant. Because it was like like a thing no like Vaseline. No mercy. No Vaseline. Because I feel like because of 
However you felt it. about, you know, the 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 Snyderverse, you know, that is dubbed now Snyderverse. But look, d- don't get me wrong. There were certain things in that in that uh, movie verse that I didn't like, you know, I didn't care for. But I could have pushed that stuff aside and just enjoyed what what he gave us. But that's what I mean. I feel like like to add what Doug said about. You know, they should have numbered it, you know, yada, yada, yada. But nobody thought in the beginning that Zack Snyder necessarily had a plan. And with that said, with Marvel, everybody was looking at Marvel like, oh, they they have it down, which they were doing it. They were doing it right in the beginning in that uh, Infinity uh, Saga, like all those movies in there. They were going in the right direction, but they necessarily didn't technically have a plan until later on when they started to un- unfold everything. They retconned a few things. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. But w- with that said, there was there was little Easter eggs, whatever you want to say, you know, t- to say that Zack Snyder, after he was um, pushed out, you know, that they want to say he quit or you know whatever, unceremoniously but, but, let go. But yeah, like. There were things that you can look back. His daughter killed herself and then he left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the suicide hotline number is 988. Because there's a theme now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he came out after the fact and said that he he had a plan and everything was going in motion. And it was supposed to be a, you know, Superman character development arc. Mm -hmm. And even when you watch... uh, Man of Steel. I didn't find out until I I got Man of Steel on, on on DVD, but it was the terraformer, you know, the thing that was yeah, yeah yeah underneath where the beam was coming out when it was destroyed. You see the the three iconic uh, Brainiac Brainiac uh, symbol, mm-hmm. and like I said, it wasn't until then because I really didn't hear anybody talk about it when it was in the theater, you know. Not to say that anybody really cared, but it was the thing that, like I said, I found out while I was watching it, and I was slow motioning that that scene for for some reason. Maybe it was to see the um, the fluctuation from Henry Cavill to uh, Christopher Reeve. But um, I heard about that. Yeah, like he that 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 scene where the beam yeah. comes down, like yeah. that was supposed to be a tribute to Christopher Reeve. Like he actually, you know. Put Christopher Reeves' face yeah, in there. Very cool. But uh, but but anyways, that Brainiac symbol was there, and then when he got uh, let go, he came out and said that Man of Steel two was supposed to be involved with Brainiac, and I was like, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah, because per- personally, I have always it was true. I've always liked, uh, you know, like Superman. You know, kind of. Shown in BVS where uh, Batman tells uh, Superman something along the lines of like, you know, you're no hero. You know, you you, you, you don't fear anything. It's just because Superman just super powered. It's like, what the fuck are you going to be afraid of? Right. And I've always liked the idea of, of the whole uh, brains versus bronze, mm-hmm. which is why his main nemesis is Lex Luthor. Hey, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> you know, um, it's to have a non-powered man. Kicking Superman's ass is it's juicy, allegedly. <laughs> but with that said, now let's let's just 
deep dive into the Snyderverse because we're already going to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want to start? I, I was going to say, let's just start off with Snyder's visual storytelling, the mm-hmm. way he puts an mm-hmm. image, you know, um, I don't want to skip all the way ahead to his Justice League, but oh, yeah, everyone yeah. complains about the slow motion. And I think what we were talking earlier, I was talking to someone earlier this week about how that slow motion is the equivalent of a comic book splash page. Oh, yeah. Right? You told me that. Yeah. And, and once you told me, I rewatched um, a BVS and I saw exactly that. Yeah, because anyone that's read a comic book, you've come across a splash page. Which for anyone that doesn't know, a splash page is like the big... Usually two page, but sometimes it's just one page. But it's the one. It's big, in the center. It's yeah. in the center of the comic book where you can actually see the staples. But uh, <laughs> but um, it's it's also uh, manga, anime, Matrix stuff. That's where Matrix got all these things from the slow motion stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's all like uh, manga used to do that. I mean, not not manga, but anime uh, when they animated certain things. A lot of people didn't really like anime because it had a lot of these slow motion moments or you see like a character jump kick, but it's just them jump kicking in the air where you see like oh, yeah, yeah. action yeah. lines in the yeah, background. Yeah. You know, it's equivalent to Scott Pilgrim did it pretty the, well. <laughs> but but well, I mean, that's Scott Pilgrim's movie. example because Scott Pilgrim was another movie that was trying to recreate the comic oh, book. Yeah. And I think that's what Snyder yeah. was doing. So my point about the splash page was... Those were those pages that you would you would turn to in a comic, and it was it was the full page, right? Because normally a comic book is a bunch of frames with dialogue and stuff like that. Splash page might still have dialogue, but for the most part, you were stopped, and you were you were taking in this very detailed big picture, and Snyder captured that with the slow motion, where everything kind of stopped. You as the audience. Like, just took it all in. What was happening? What was the action? Who was getting punched? Where was someone flying? And I think that's just something that, you know, this meme world that we want to live in where everyone's, like, just anxious to make a joke about something. They were anxious to make the joke about the slow motion, and I think no one stopped to appreciate what he was doing, which was giving us that comic book experience in the movie. And that's something that Snyder does all the time. Mm -hmm. And to those who hated the slow-mo... If you want to see a movie with completely gratuitous, superfluous slow-mo, I would tell you to go watch Six Underground, Michael Bay movie. (laughs) You don't fucking need a a slow-mo. I think if you sped up all the slow-mo shots, the movie would probably have been 35 minutes long. Awesome. Useless (laughs) slow-mo. Hated that movie. I'm really surprised Michael Bay hasn't done a superhero movie yet. Has he? Probably not. I don't yeah, know. It was unnecessary. Wait, didn't Michael? I also also hate his use of drones and ambulance. Wait, but didn't Michael Bay do, do trans- Transformers? Or yeah, he did Transformers. Yeah, I mean, uh, superhero-ish. But no, the, uh, no, so, uh, uh, Zack Snyder. Man, I mean, that's that's a it's a it's a fucking lesson in movie making because uh, I've said it before um, when you're making a movie. When you're filming something, every shot, the music, the the way that everything is angled, you know, the lines pointing to this, that, and the other, the the, the ratio of everything, the color palette, mm. um, everything, absolutely everything, should be informing the story. And Zack Snyder just Chef's Kiss does it the, so fucking the, well. He's even, he even pulls from like you know uh, old art and stuff like that. You I know? will say. 
because we need to talk about his first one, which is Man of Steel. Yeah, so I'll, the world... I will never forget that beginning on Krypton. Oh. Mm. That was amazing. The way that it was shot, just the way like you finally got to see Krypton from many different angles. We got the Zod uh, speech, which is... Still money to this day. Like, I still say it in the shower <laughs> randomly. I will find them. <laughs> As you're looking for your window. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I'm looking for my show, for my shampoo. I'm like, when, when, when I'm blind. <laughs> but uh, but with all that said, just just that, that intro scene on Krypton, which I was not ready for because it was so good, that had me excited to see... Uh, what what he was going to do with Man of Steel. Yeah. Well, I think for the longest time there was rumors about a, a series based on that Krypton. Now, we ended up getting a Krypton series, which I don't know if anyone Did, watched. No, but it, it can't, it, the main uh, baddie was what, uh, Lobo? They brought in Lobo eventually. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever finished watching it. I enjoyed it for a little bit, but then it got slow. I, I, as we've discussed the other week where it's like something gets slow, I'm, I'm going to yeah, fall asleep yeah. and I'm going to stop out. watching it. Yeah. You, you got to keep keep things moving or interesting mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. bring me along. Don't slow down for like some quiet whispering. <clears throat> CW. Oh Jesus! <laughs> quiet CW. whispering. Uh, but I mean, I think okay. Small so bill. so to to epically introduce the Snyderverse, right? The world was given Man of Steel in on June fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. It only got it only got a fifty. It only got a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I remember watching that movie and just being blown away because uh, the last Superman movie I'd seen was Brandon Routh's Superman, and this was a darker, grittier Superman with a, a fucking great origin, you know, retelling of an origin story. But you know what's crazy Superman. to me? You know what's crazy to me about... I love the Christopher Reeves Superman movies because they were, they're just classics, and it's, you know, like the... like. Superman, the movie, you know, and all that stuff. But then we got the Brandon Routh. You know, it was cool, but it was one of those movies where people complain. They're like, they're like Superman, you know, he didn't even throw a punch. He didn't, you know, yeah. fight anybody, yada, 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 you know, this and that. And then we get Man of Steel and he's putting in work. And and they still complain. Like, the... the uh, Christopher Reeve, you know, Man of Steel, when he fought Zod and the other Kryptonians, like, it's a classic moment, but you wanted more. And yeah, I wanted more, and uh, more V that. cut in their uniforms. I didn't see belly button. I needed but we to just got go that. deeper. Well, like, so- we, we, we got that in, in, yeah. in Man of Steel. Like, he delivered all that stuff. And, and it was just I, one of the moments where. People also felt like, uh, um, um, you know, like they're like he's he's fighting in the public, you know, they're destroying all these things. And, and it's like, you know, this isn't, you know, the, the Superman that, you know, that 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 we know, like, that's he should exactly be, it. You know, he should be saving things like I do feel like Zack Snyder slipped up a little bit when um, he was fighting the Kryptonians and the military was there and the plane was going down i feel like he could have had his 
th- that moment could have been like a perfect like Spider-Man slash Superman moment, like where he's getting pummeled, but he's but he's trying to rescue this chopper mm. before it actually falls down rather than just letting it fall down. And I feel like that element was where a lot of people had a problem with with him because he's he's superman which i don't feel like he was technically superman yet that's that's what I, the point i wanted to make it is but they yeah. purposely called it man of steel versus yeah superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so wasn't superman he was gonna evolve into this um character that we all know and love like superman not you know man of steel but so i think you, you touched on something though which was the comparison and i think that's something that Snyder obviously face and then James Gunn is about to face, mm-hmm. which is get ready compared to Marvel. And, and I hate doing the comparison. I, I don't think the nerd world should, should live in this constant comparison. Yeah. Then yeah. this Joker was better than that whatever. Joker. Blah, well, blah, blah. But that's what I'm getting yeah, at though exactly. is DC has had so many iterations of, of a lot of these characters, such as the Christopher Reeves Superman and then Batman obviously has been played by quite a few actors. Joker's been played by quite a few actors. Mm-hmm. And there was the animated series, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and then Batman uh the Batman I love those Justice League Adventures and the, the and DC Superman. movies. Yeah. You you DC characters have had a lot of iterations. And so anytime that someone new comes along, Zack Snyder with Man of Steel or James Gunn is about to experience, there's Instantly, this comparison. Yeah, even that, the New Fifty Two Superman. Not a lot of people. Oh yeah, like e- that. even in the comic books. Yeah, exactly. Same like, thing. He was too cocky. So that's that's something that I think maybe the audience needs to be just aware of. Just like, look, accept. Like, let's not compare. Let's let's look at this thing for what it is. Because you know, I, I mean, again, I hate to make the comparison, but like you know, Chris Evans coming in as Captain America. Other than that one weird, like, lame movie they made way back in the 80s or something with Captain mm-hmm. America. Yeah, like, no it was just like, okay, that's Captain America. Yeah. Robert, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. There's only one America's ass, god damn it. Robert Downey Jr. was absolutely, yeah, Tony Stark. Oh. The Hulk, you know, there's some comparisons. and But Spider-Man, same thing. Like, when Tom yeah. Holland was cast, cast as Spider-Man, it was instantly, like, just this comparison. And, and I think Marvel's had that... Um, privilege of not having to deal with that. They're about to face it with X-Men. If they start bringing in X-Men mm-hmm. and Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, they're about to face that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's vicious. Like, the world out there, as soon as you have something to compare it to... That's why I said... Oh, there's, no, it is. There's, there's viciousness to it. That's why I said earlier that, that the nerd community... Here's a message out to all of you nerds listening, is you can like something exclusively and not have to compare it or bash anything else. You can't just like, you can absolutely just like that one thing, mm-hmm. the standalone thing, even if it's part of a trilogy or anything like that. I like think that's sense. yours. Like, like that's yours to have to, to add to this, you know, little conversation here. Um, it's a thing, even with reboots, like you have your original cast and there's people, you know, the yeah. fans that love that cast and you're like, I, I can't mm-hmm. see this part played by any anybody else you know but but it ruined it for me is what they say all the time <laughs> but you have you know reboots coming up and it's one of those things like i feel you need to take it for what it is yeah don't don't look at what you got yeah. you know prior you know to uh all this mm-hmm. regardless of, of of what it is if it's bad or good you still have your series that yeah. you can always go back to and watch but Give it a chance, even if it's you know not that 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 character that 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 you love 
because we all get attached to characters, you know, and and when certain people play, you know, these these roles, we get attached to that that actor, you know, that person, you know, you you when you see that person, you know, you think, oh, Superman, Batman, Harry Potter, you know, whatever it may be, because that was the first uh time you you actually saw that person on screen so you're automatically attached to that person i think well, like the sorry the, the the running thing too is when people go who's your batman who's your superman oh, yeah, who's your yeah, spider-man yeah. you know what i mean uh yeah. but go ahead Dan. oh i was gonna say jermaine you and i i think we've said it maybe a million times in the many decades of our friendship say it on like, record review something for what it for what it is mm-hmm. like you know we all loved christopher nolan's slash christian bale's Batman. Yeah, that but, reimagined Batman was money. Yeah, that was great. But it was those three movies. You can always go back and watch those three mm-hmm. movies. They're on streaming. They're that on is Blu-ray yours for like all that. time. Yeah, it doesn't go away mm-hmm. with a Ben Affleck Batman, with a Robert yeah, Pattinson yeah, yeah. Batman, or whoever we're going to get next. It doesn't go away. So when someone else gets cast as Batman, mm-hmm. for whatever it is, review for what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you know, you can have like the conversation. Oh, this is a better Joker. This is a better Batman. Yeah. Well, you can always have a conversation. Don't. We're not saying that you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, and, and it's a, it's a good conversation it. to can't. have. Don't let that conversation maybe drag down your feelings towards what's being presented yeah. to you. So to to add to what 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 Doug is saying, my philosophy when reviewing things. I do it like this, and I will br- break it down for you guys. <clears throat> so, if 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 a chef or you went to a restaurant, right, mm-hmm. and and you not knowing anything about this this meal, where you know this this meal represents the movie, this plate, this platter he's going to give to you, and he drops it down right there in front of you, you have no expectation of like you know what this is because mm-hmm. you didn't know you know how he prepared it or, you know, what it is. You didn't order this. So this is what he gives you. Critique the plate that's in front of you, not what you thought it was or what you wanted it to be. Just just critique that plate. Critique it for what it is. And, like, that's how I go into movies and and and, and review or judge a movie like yeah, we have our expectations in our head of you know what we want to see and all that stuff, but it's what they deliver. That's what you judge it on. Well said. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely said. And that's that, why you're the main hype. You're the main hype. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. The main hype man. It's it's kind of reminds coming. me of a conversation though that me and uh, Isaac were having the other day about music. How people are so passionate about certain bands, and when they come out with new stuff, like bands evolve. They want to play different music and. Fans go, this doesn't sound like the stuff that I like from the previous album. Like, yeah. do more of that. You know, I want the same thing, but different. Oh, yeah. No, the, it, it, so many things have it where they go, well, I really loved the first one. And I want another one. But make it different. But make it the same. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Just let the creators create. Let them present you something. I said it before, and I'll fucking say it again. Let the creators create something, present it to you. Let him cook. <laughs> and and let them scratch an itch that you didn't know existed. Bringing it back around when, you know, again, in 2013 when Man of Steel hit that screen, my eyeballs peeped what I saw. I didn't know that I needed it. And I did. 
Well, uh, exactly. When I, I mean, needed every the, bit when of that the movie. trailer, when the trailer dropped, I mean, I remember there was like that slightly out of focus scene with like the butterfly and the kid, Clark, young yeah, Clark, playing yeah. with the cape. And I just remember thinking, you know, me as someone that grew up with comic books and superheroes, and, and Jermaine, I, I know you, we've talked about it. It's like, man, I wish someone mm-hmm. would make an artistic. Like just because it's a superhero movie doesn't mean it can't be artistic or or, or like approached from a uh, like an Oscar winning yeah uh, exactly angle absolutely mm-hmm. and so just fuck you Scorsese I said it there <clears throat> so just seeing that trailer that <laughs> that's Zack Snyder imagery of yeah the kid with the cape and and er- the it, angle the the coloring everything it was like I just remember seeing this like this is it. Like we are finally going to get a Superman movie that is not approached from just hey we're making a, we're making a comic book movie. It's approached from someone that like is going to do do it right, you do it justice. Because you know comic books are art. Sorry. You know what it felt like when I saw that that first teaser trailer? It felt like I was presented a a, a heaping glass of water as as a, as in in a, in a in a desert that I didn't know that I was in. Oh, that's that's oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful, you know what I mean? Gorgeous, yeah. So deep. We needed that. I mean, you said Snyder was involved in five of the films of the five of the fifteen. Yeah, films? the first, the first five. Man of Steel, BVS. He was directly involved with uh, Suicide Squad. I think that was still kind of the umbrella of like, hey, we're gonna, we're trying to make this look like the Snyderverse. Yeah, Wonder Woman. He he wrote Wonder wrote, Woman. Yeah, he was part one of three. I think of the story writers. Mm-hmm. He didn't do the screenplay, but. You know, no, and, it was all Zack Snyder. I don't care what you yeah, and, and then Justice League. <laughs> yeah, and then the Justice League, him. which came out in 2017. And halfway through that, unfortunately, his daughter uh, had committed suicide again. The suicide hotline number is 988. Um, and then Joss Whedon took over that. And then it became a little bit of a clusterfuck. And, but but there were still more titles. That a kept... little bit? Are you sure about that? <laughs> but, but look, 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 look. I'm not going to lie, though. Yeah, we're skipping over, but... Um, when that Josh Whedon, uh, Zack Snyder Justice League started, mm. when Batman was on the rooftop and he was like moving like how Batman should. Was that not part of the, the Snyder That cut? was Whedon. Yeah. Really? Like, it wasn't in the Snyder cut. I was shocked. I'll give him that. Yeah, I, give yeah, him yeah, that. I was shocked. I will give him that. Because I've always wanted to see a Batman move like Other that. Other than that, fuck Whedon. That, only mo- <laughs> that, that moment when it started where Batman was hunting the parademon. Yeah. I was like, this is how this movie started? Mm-hmm. It got me already. But then after that, it went down the Looney Tune like Well, even before that, in, in BVS is which is which is your Bat Flick introduction, to see Batman move like that. Oh. Something right off the fucking pages. Yeah. yeah it's not a man, a... it's not a man in, in spandex. Adam West, I remember his name. Fuck you guys. Hold <laughs> on that shame button. Okay. It's not uh, a uh, a dude in a rubber suit who can't move but, his neck. But he but in a way, Batfleck's suit was a rubber. I mean, like it wasn't the armor, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it Zach, wasn't, wasn't. I'm not wearing hockey pads. Yeah, I, well, I appreciate that Snyder was like, yeah, he's comic gonna book be accurate. A, he's gonna be in a Batman. Frank suit. Miller comic book accurate. Yeah. I still remember. I love, that. I love I, that so much. I I, I still remember for uh, BBS when buff ass when uh, uh, Kevin Smith mm-hmm. came out and was like. <gasps> Yeah, I saw the guys, Batman. Let me tell you what he's doing. He gasped when he said 
he saw what the Batman suit looked like, and I was like, "Oh, you're so fucking." Well, <laughs> I think that's by the way that that uh, teaser photo. I think it was a black and white mm-hmm. with him oh, uh, yeah, with Batfleck yeah, yeah, in front yeah, yeah. of the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. Where's Where's my cum poncho? <laughs> yeah, everyone did their cum pods. <laughs> Red alert. But White alert. I'll I'll have brought, I brought I'll my cum pod. Hold on. I'll have zipper sound effects for the next one. Is, <laughs> to the cum pods. <laughs> to the cum pods. <laughs> is that the picture now that's known as a sad Batman now or whatever? Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that, was, that was the meme for a while, sad Batman. Yeah, like it was dead. So there was, there was a moment where... Um, so uh, Ben Affleck did uh, BVS, right? That was its introduction. Uh, and then he did a, a, a bit of a little flashback or whatever cameo in, in, Suic- in Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. Um, he wasn't anywhere in Wonder Woman. He obviously was part, of, was part of the Justice League and didn't have a hand. Did he have a hand in Birds of Prey? Did he pop up in that? No. Anyway, so no, I don't think he was so after one. after the whole Justice League thing, he yes. was supposed to have he was supposed Wait, to Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. Batman, was in, the Batman Underwater with the rebreather wasn't. No, that was that was that uh, was Suicide Squad. That was Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, that was yeah. Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn. And and, and uh, Deadshot. But so so after Justice League, he he was I mean he was supposed to have his own movie and there was a whole thing let's just there was a whole thing and then he and he didn't get to have one and joe manganella was supposed to be deathstroke, uh, deathstroke the which, by the way fun fact guess who got to see the deathstroke mask in person guess who got to see the script in person guess who got to go to manganella's house in person how hard were you very hard. i didn't know that i was in their house oh and oh, I was like, what's this? Know. I saw his Dungeons and Dragons fucking oh, table and everything. Shut the fuck Dude, up. Fuck. Did you not know that? How fuck you not told me that story? Oh, thought, you haven't heard of this? I no. repeat, it, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've said it before. You just don't listen to me, We're Rudy. We're probably too I, drunk. Fucking son of a bitch. I, I got but your that, back. That, uh, it, I'm gonna, hold on. I'm going to rub your testicles later just to get that, <laughs> that third hand Manganiello. I, I would have I never showered. Oh, uh, Mangiello. <laughs> Mangianello. Um, what, where, which, it was after BVS, that after credit scene? Justice League. Justice, no, it was after Ju- Justice yeah, League. Justice League. You got to see Deathstroke. I was so ready for that movie. Yeah. Especially. Uh, oh my god. I, I'm leading up to a point though. Um, so essentially, Batfleck was done. He had backed out of it. There was all this other stuff. Yeah, he came back for reshoots for the the Joss Whedon Justice League, and you can tell where where those reshoots took place because you got Puffy, you know, Bruce Wayne. And so when uh, the Flash was announced, and when you saw the trailer, I mean, I got so excited, and I was so happy that I got to see uh, Batfleck again. Although, let me let me re- retract a little bit or go back a little bit. In the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, the four hour, you Batman did Batfleck did come back for that one for yeah. a little bit of an extended oh, yeah, oh. scene at the end. But it's nice. Every, everybody would come back for Zack Snyder. Absolutely. Like, that's that's how everybody had a good is. like they, they they were no bad things, you know, said or it was rumored or whatever it was going on with Zack Snyder. Like no, like everybody came back happily when Zack Snyder even even uh Michael Shannon Michael yeah, Shannon, Michael Shannon yeah, came back. Wanted to say to to reprise to, to his role as Rod. Yeah, to, Zod. Rod. Yeah, to reprise it. <laughs> General Rod, Rod, everybody. What? Shame. (laughs) Did you just say fucking General Rod? 
from this day forth. Freudian. I am fucking beside myself. From this, from this day forth. It. You. Your name is now. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, a ma- there's a master class in like. Boo this na- man! <laughs> there's a master class in like naming though, right? Like General Rod is not intimidating at all. You change that R to a Z. So. Yeah. That was what. He, that was. That's your superhero name when you went into Joe's house. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's, was I General Admiral Rod. That's what I had, a General Rod. <laughs> yeah, I think we all would have had a General Rod going on. You know what? When I bring that up, everyone uh, goes, did you like uh, get to see uh, Sofia Vergara? I go, I don't give a shit. Fucking yeah. Joe Mangiello, man. Oh, I would have killed to just roll like a D20 in his dungeon. <laughs> Dude, I, like I had just watched and then a, spit a, D20. A, a YouTube video. Oh, my God. About him getting like a brand new Dungeons and Dragons yeah. T- or yeah table mm-hmm. was that? Did you see that table with the? No, uh, that's that was that is recently this uh, this I saw this years and years oh, ago. Oh, Okay, yeah. Hey, isn't he supposed to be doing like a Dungeons and Dragons series? But you know, we're just talking right Dragonlance. now. Dragonlance, Dragonlance, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Dragonlance, but yeah, mm. but um, <laughs> to to add to what Isaac was saying about um, <laughs> General Rod, General Rod, <laughs> but but. <laughs> With the with the solo bat flick that we were supposed to get, yeah, noir. You don't know how the, bad the I wanted that movie, especially after we had the Arkham series in the video games. Yeah, the video game series for those of you who don't play video games, but like just yeah, do yourself a favor, play those games. I don't game a lot, and those games amazing. Or even or even just go watch the cutscenes, like. If you don't play play video games, like there's there's just certain video games Rudy's that you just have to watch. There. No, but like didn't didn't fucking Ben Affleck and the the director reference those? Like this is how we yeah, wanted to look. Like I was ready. It was like holy shit. Like I let's was go. ready, and the world yeah, took that you know, from me. When you think about that, the his armor, his suit was very much like that. Uh, the, the that Batman's uh, suit. God, and and fucking voiced by Kevin Conroy, minus the Batman origins, but voiced by Kevin Conroy. Mm. Rest mm. in peace, man. Rest I was ready for that solo uh, Batman flick, but well, that's what kind of sucks. Is our starting up. I mean, the Snyderverse in general. Uh, I mean, I guess Wonder Woman and Aquaman kind of technically got their own solo movies, but yeah, I was gonna say we we didn't get. I, I guess all we're building, missing really is that Batman. That there, Batman. Movie. There's like so many things that I feel like people, you know, like passed over in this universe, like especially when we got. BVS, like you know, you had Batman's history. Like he's older, you know. Um. Well, sorry to interrupt. I just want to. I want to preface this. This is something we talked about the other week, and I want to say something about the Snyderverse was, if you're familiar with DC Comics, they have something called Elseworld, and that's what this was. Snyder was presenting us with an Elseworld. This was not. The DC from the comics. This was not mm-hmm. the DC from the cartoons or from previous movies. I wish or shows. I was fine with that. And and I think we were fa- fine with that. And I think that's maybe something that hurt the Snyderverse from the get go was anyone that was in tune to the nerd culture. Like you were, you brought up Kevin Smith's comment. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith was leaking, not leaking, but saying a lot of information that for those of us that follow Kevin Smith, we 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 took in and we went into the Snyder movies with that in mind like i think kevin smith was the first to bring up the idea that snyder has this like five movie i don't know if he mentioned specifically five but but kevin smith he, was the one that he brought might up, have came out with that after the fact that people didn't know 
Yeah, but he. I think he said that he that Snyder was coming in with this continuing snore mm-hmm. story. But if you weren't following Kevin Smith or IGN or any yeah. of these other major news things, if you were just like the average moviegoer, you went into any of these movies, Man of Steel, BVS, thinking like, "Oh, it's superhero. It's going to be like Marvel," mm-hmm. and it and it wasn't. And I, yeah. I, it's like it almost makes me wish like they could have preface the movies with like, I mean. Like I mean, maybe it would be lame, but I almost feel just like just before the movie starts, someone pops up and says, "Hey, this is different. Like this is a this is part show. of a bigger story. This is show, something don't different." Tell. Yeah, I, I know, see, but 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 I remember specifically being at Man of Steel and like a bunch of parents were there with their kids, and I mean, it's like I hate to say that Batman versus Superman or a, a Superman or a Batman movie wouldn't be for kids, but it those stories not aren't always going to be for kids and mm. BVS wasn't. Yeah. And to appreciate BVS, I think it was a little bit above that family movie because it was about like government politics. Oh, yeah. It's like, all it's that stuff that I liked. And, and so, so Pirates of the Caribbean movie or anything that's, like that. That's the other thing too, to go all the way back to the beginning of this conversation, what made the Snyderverse very unique was not just an, an artistic view of our favorite comic book world, right? Of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, but also this deep dive into the politics and being a superhero in modern era and the, the, uh, the psychological aspect of being a superhero full stop, you know, like you, like you said, it was called man of steel, not Superman because he wasn't the Superman yet that we know that we're, we're, we're used to, you know, knowing, you know, um, it through it's, it was supposed to have been a Superman arc. Yeah. You know, all of this man is still, and on the opposite end of it, Batman was an older Batman that yeah. we weren't used to seeing in this medium of movies or shows. And, and same thing, he was going to have his arc of kind of bringing himself back. Of like a redemption. Uh, right. Yeah. So from it. So uh, BBS was, I mean, almost pulled exactly, you know, even from the look of Batman, uh, pulled from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. And I loved it because that that comic book was dark and it had that, you know, older Batman. Granted, it had a it had a a strangely cocky, dickish uh, Superman. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, creative control and and it it worked for the for the movie. Yeah. and that comic book is um, credited with like the rise of maybe the more adult comic book. Um, and it was DC and DC. I mean, DC throughout history has always been known for like kind of pushing those edges. Marvel has always been kind of like the lowest common denominator. And, and I don't want to bash. I don't want to bash on Marvel. Marvel makes great stuff. They always will. But DC has always been known for like kind of pushing those edges and the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's first um, first Batman story was that moment where I think the world kind of woke up to like, oh, comic books can be something with some substance, with some adult categories. So it's it's fitting that Snyder used it and to go along with this overall conversation that I think we're all getting to where it was just yeah. like Snyder was trying to do something that was not what we were used to and maybe people weren't used to it. Sorry. And as shown in Batman versus Superman, the Dawn of Justice, which you guys remember seeing like the hype of, of just the logo. 
Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah we, I think we talked about that the other week. That, yeah. Um, and what was amazingly fascinating about that particular movie is that it was um, uh, the theme. The director's cut, extended cut, BBS. Oh, not man, not the, that that director's cut, by the way, the extended cut had uh, it was thirty one minutes longer. It had a 60, 60, 60 extended scenes, eighteen additional scenes, eleven scenes with alternative footage, and eight extended scenes with alternate, uh, I think, dialogue. There was so much. It was so like it explained so much of the movie where people were like, "Wait, it why did he do this?" Thirty minutes. The thirty minutes. They could have gave us that. But oh, yeah. but so the the BVS it it again it was Superman's story arc right. So he's still a new a newish Superman mm-hmm. trying to figure out is he doing it the right way? He's doing it the way his dad would have done it, and is it working for him? Right. Hold on. And and then you have an old grizzled fucking violent Batman. Oh, he was a terror in that universe because he was branding people, but he was branding people knowing that those criminals that were seen with the brand was a death sentence. But he's like, wasn't by my hand, but still knew what he was doing. Oh yeah. You know? And and so it wasn't just, you know, two caped crusaders, two caped people physically fighting, but they were also fighting for, to discover or rediscover their own humanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, while the, being manipulated by Lex Luthor, which yeah, so I, I feel like a yeah, lot of people, I feel like a lot of people missed. Yeah. That, that was the yeah. aspect, you know, they looked at that Lex Luthor. Oh, he's, you know, like cheesy. I'm like, he's the one pulling all the strings behind. I the like scenes, an eccentric Lex Luthor. I really, I really liked Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mind it at all. But with, with adding to what Isaac just said, it's like, um, you have this Batman that's, old and grizzled and all that stuff. And then you have somebody like Kal-El, you know, S- Superman uh, comes into this world. And it's a thing that I, f- I feel like Zack Snyder's verse or world, it's more on the realistic side. And I would say if you have somebody, honestly, in, in all honesty, that you found out that had abilities like superman that came here in this world that yeah. we have today oh it would be a problem oh yeah you would, nobody's gonna be like oh my uh, you know what a, a superhero i loved that line in suicide squad where amanda waller was like oh she's the best we yeah great cast and i'm so happy Viola Davis. james gunn has already said like we're keeping her dude um powerhouse but she said something along those like we got lucky with Superman. Oh yeah. The yeah. next one, yeah. the next one might not be. And, and that's, I've said before, um, not on this podcast, but among with you guys yeah, that yeah, yeah. we got more world building again, a motif of our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got more world building in those first three movies. I would say man of still yeah. BBS and then suicide squad. Mm-hmm. Then, MCU had given us in forever. And I hate, without, I hate making that comparison constantly, but without a Samuel L. Jackson in the end, which was the only <laughs> thing that really connected all the movies, but I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to count, you know, the flash saying, find them. Oh, find them all. See, find us. And this is the thing. <sighs> if, if, if we would have a, you okay, they're ready. Yeah. I just bided my time. That, 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 that flash scene where he pops up, you know, in that, Whatever you nightmare want to say scene. that that nightmare scene, that scene in in BVS harkens to uh, 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 Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Like 
And I feel like unless a movie like foods spoon feeds certain people, you won't remember that just you know for mm. most people won't go back and be like oh that's what that flash was referring to when 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 superman was brought back to life and he was going crazy that was the moment that flash was talking about mm-hmm. in in bvs you know when lois he was, is the key. He, yeah lois is the key to to bring him back but but it wasn't specifically in bvs the moment that they needed to find her was in justice league and i feel like a lot of people just saw that as some random scene because it wasn't explained. Like, like that. I, that I, again, moment. that's where the numbering. If it, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I don't want to say that like it needed to be dumbed down, but like, if they would have just numbered it, I think people would have maybe accepted. Like, oh, it will be explained. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's part of a bigger story. But if you if you leave it as just what it is and you look at something and and i think that's where maybe like all these nerd stories even star wars i think suffered from it a little bit where after episode seven people were mad that stuff wasn't explained it's like you don't think there's gonna be two more right and <laughs> you so know what though it's the same thing with this. but, but like, here, here's the thing about uh, sorry to jump in but no way the 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 thing about snyder though if you kind of really look at it he's is he's like I'm not going to spoon feed it to you. They're going to fucking know it or not. I'm well, going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to insult the audience. You know, I'm going to trust the audience. Well, and that's, and I guess that's the thing between like the creative point and, and me being a nerd following everything. It's like, yeah, no, don't spoon feed, don't mm-hmm. spoon feed me. But from a marketing point of view, like, I feel like they maybe needed to do something more to just let everyone know, mm-hmm. like, we are not. We are not going to do the same thing that has done, be- yeah. but it has been done before because that's what everyone. I mean, it's it's weird because it's a double edged sword. That's what everyone expected, and that's also what everyone hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and people hated DC because they were coming into the game late, quote unquote late, and they didn't want to see the same thing. But then they hated them for not doing. I mean, it, it was it was such a weird There's, dynamic. Again, it's that weird comparison thing that anyone in this world has. Whatever. Oh, no. Did you have something? I had a a question. Um, We saw Batman versus Superman for the first time together, right? The extended cut in San Diego with a very special Yeah, yeah. I think I bought the Blu-ray down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just from watching that, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but just watching that and then sitting there afterwards, it was just like, what the fuck? Like, why couldn't this have been the theatrical release. Like, why was this mm-hmm. withheld? And that goes to like the, the spoon feeding thing. From- <laughs> <laughs> like it, it wasn't, it didn't feel like they, they spoon fed details in it, but it felt like they took food out of my mouth. They like, held nutrition back. From yeah. Us. Like, 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 like a milkshake. Like there, there was things added to, to the milkshake yeah. that, that, that they took out. But I, I honestly felt like the reason why they didn't want a three hour movie. It's, it goes down to like a money thing to me. I, I I could be wrong, but there was an article that I was reading to to say that they they didn't wanted it to be three hours because if it was three hours, they couldn't get a certain amount of showings in a day. That's true. They wanted Ugh, they wanted sake. more. That's that's, and that's the thing. Like, be. It's always, and that's it's the studio side to it. But but the thing that a lot of people were complaining about in uh. BVS, like the real, like people that had real critiques, you know, uh, 
there were certain elements in the movie that they felt like was kind of cut short or things weren't explained. But within that extra 30 minutes that that would have made that movie, you know, just three hours, so, like they explained everything yeah, more in detail. So everybody had seen that ultimate edition that ex- all the extended cut uh, way before me. I had I had forgotten that it existed. And, when and it's I only it, on the Blu-ray. And when I brought it up to you guys at the time, I got shamed without the shame button. <laughs> yeah, I got to go fucking. And I was like, all right, I'll prep for I'll, I'll watch it in, in preparation for this. And I saw it and immediately messaged you guys and was like, why the fuck haven't I? Seen? I By that, the way, that's it's what on, I'm saying. It's on uh, HBO. Um, oh, yeah. HBO it's Max. On HBO now. And I was so mad at myself for not having seen it sooner because of all of what you're saying. It had those explanations, uh, little simple explanations, a, a fucking simple two-line dialogue to explain why i don't know superman didn't see the bomb in the dude's wheelchair yeah you know it was made of lead yeah and it had lex luther like you saw a lot but a lot more about lex luther you saw a lot more clark kent doing his investigation well it showed what happened in batman breaking into oh man the whole africa thing too yeah oh oh, yeah everything in that movie was a setup and a lot of people didn't like they either just didn't like it, you know, with but Lex was the one that was behind all that stuff. And I felt and like I like, it, I like the focus on the kryptonite too, the the hunt to get it. Oh yeah. You know? Um I I, I just want to say like a, a phrase I find myself saying more and more these days is like self-fulfilling prophecy. And I almost feel like the studio did that with BVS, where it was just like I don't know. People aren't going to like it. They don't want to sit through three hours of it. Cut 30 minutes and they cut 30 important minutes. And then the movie came out and it wasn't that good. And they were just like, see, it's like, well, yeah, you, it's an, it's you, another, cut, it's you another, cut the good stuff. Of course, like people don't yeah, like it. You, yeah. you made it nonsensical. I mean, I don't want to say it was nonsensical because I left the theatrical release of BVS. I recognize that I was filling in a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. but I was comfortable enough because I, I am part of this nerd world. I know Batman. I know Superman. And like, I was able to kind of fill in like, okay, I, I think I know what happened in Africa. Yeah, but it was it a created setup. plot holes. It created plot holes that like, yeah, I had to go fill in, but I, I, I could easily fill them in, but it's still, that doesn't make a good movie, right? If you got to, if you got to exactly. fill them in, even yeah. if they are easy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but then seeing, yeah, those 30 extra minutes, like, yeah, see, and I was right with my fill-ins, but this is a much better view of it. And it should have never had to, it should have never came to this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, you know, like I said, it's just like, this the whole, like, see, it's bad. The whole, it's like, well, yeah, you killed it. I have uh, two, two things that I've, that we've talked about, but now that we're on here, I have to bring it up and it's from Man of Steel. And then the second one is from BVS. The whole thing with, uh, Superman and, uh, General, General Zod, General, General, Rod. Rod. General Rod, aka General Zod. But um, hey, the whole hey, kneel before me, <laughs> kneel and before Rod. Rod, kneel before my Rod. But um, I'll show the you. Last, I'll show I you. I, I, think I, down, I think yeah. I downloaded the wrong Superman. <laughs> I downloaded the right one. That's the porn. Uh, <laughs> but there's a pee in that thing. The 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 ending of Man of Steel, where he legit had to kill Zod, like he. There's there's things in movies where people have to realize like there's certain things that's are, that's going to happen that's a quote-unquote plot device. Yeah. You know, and at that moment, like I said, he's not Superman yet. He doesn't have no Fortress of Solitude. There's mm-hmm. nothing on Earth, you know, that could have hold Zod because he didn't get 
sucked back up into the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. So I knew the minute once Zod was there, that was left. I was like, he's gonna have to kill General Zod. Yeah. And I and I feel like a lot of people don't realize like the impact of of Superman or Clark Kent at this time, you know, like him finding out who he is, and then he finds out that there's others out there like him, but mm-hmm. then now they're trying to destroy the world, or you know, they're trying to terraform it into Krypton and all that stuff. And just the choice that he had to make, like, yeah, when he snapped his neck, like he did that uh that iconic, you know, scream out, you know, to say that, you know, that it was just painful, but I don't think it weighed heavy enough on on the audience because in the comics, you know, you, you know, we, we we as fans or certain fans always go back to, oh, Batman doesn't kill, Superman doesn't kill, and then there's fans that, oh, yes, they did at one time, but it was because of a comic book, uh, uh, comic book code, yeah, a comic book code that they, you know, started to write in there where you you couldn't kill, so. It was it was because of this code that was written into you know the 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 comic book world. That's why certain people did that. But anyways, besides that, like I don't think that that moment that 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 fans like the weight of that moment didn't didn't impact them enough. You know the fact that he 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 legit had to kill one of his own, and he finally learned that lesson. You know, besides his dad. His Earth dad, you know, telling him, you know, no, you shouldn't do this. You need, yeah, you, you life know, is precious. Yeah, you should always hold back because you see the moment where he was a little kid and he was getting bullied, and he grabbed the fence, and when he got up, you saw the imprints of his fingers on that fence. You know, because you know he wants to do something. Yeah, and I feel like within this Superman world, just because your parents tell you to do something, we, we all know because your parents tell you to do something. Sometimes you're not going to listen, but but now he finds out, you know, that mm-hmm. he kills Zod. And now he knows what that feels like. And it's the thing that, you know, in 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 this universe, I feel like that's a great lesson for him because you know for him going forward, he's not going to want to do that again. Yeah. I Which, think yeah. I mean yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like this is a great example of maybe where all of these movies, Marvel, DC, anything, any adaptation from a, a character that's, you know, 50, 60, 100 mm-hmm. years old soon, people will look at it under these rules. And and a moment like that, people instantly like, that's not what Superman would do. <laughs> that's my voice of an, an annoying nerd. Um <laughs> But and they miss what you're saying. They miss that point where it was like, yeah, this isn't Superman. This is him figuring out that hard lesson of what it is to kill someone, yeah, and, and realizing I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. And so, and and it, and it's such a shame because yeah, you know, Superman not killing has been a rule for Superman, a quote unquote rule for a while, and and for many of us, I mean, unless we've been around forever. We never quite understood why why he would mm-hmm. have that rule, and and then Zack Snyder with the Man of Steel tried to give us that. They, he gave us the setup of why he would have that rule, but mm-hmm. I think people missed it because they were so oh yeah, they're so like head. it's not 
comic book accurate. And, and, and when you, when I you absolutely agree with that. When you immediately follow Man of Steel with uh, Batman versus Superman, again that through line that they carried over that message of the of Man of Steel of of humanity, what it's what it's like to to retain your humanity. If we're going to jump into Man of St- or BVS from Man of Steel, I just want to acknowledge that that intro, the very beginning of BVS, when we got the alternate vision, the alternate uh, angle of oh the, yeah, amazing. Absolutely, where he's amazing. like being ascended by the bats. Well, no, 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 I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. No, but when Bruce Wayne was heading into Metropolis, as oh, Superman was fighting General yeah. Rod, uh, I like that. Amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> I got that. No, see, and that's where people don't realize the. Planning, I don't, don't want to sidetrack too much, but yeah, the planning in that because to have that moment of 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 just uh, you find out. Now, why Batman has you know uh, beef with 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 Superman? Just coming out of Man of Steel, and you're like, oh, that was Wayne Tower, and you know well, all the other things. And I don't want to I don't want to go veer off to you because I had, I had a point to make earlier, oh, okay. uh, which was um, in, in Batman versus Superman, they carried over where Superman's still trying to figure out um, how to be a superhero, mm-hmm. you know, and and and. I can't. I got I can't do it how my dad would have done it. I got to change it up. Does that mean killing? I don't know. And then he. And then he meets Batman. And Batman's fucking murdering people left and right, directly, indirectly. You want to get nuts? No, it's the wrong Batman. You know, maybe maybe he <laughs> shot a guy. Maybe he blew up a guy. I don't know. Maybe he stabbed a dude. You know. But that's what it looked the like. Answer is E. All the above. <laughs> I, I still love. But, sorry. Like people were complaining about like. Ben Affleck's Batman has guns on his shit. And then people like pulled up Michael Keaton, like throwing dynamite in some guy's waist and throwing him down a cliff. It's like, mm, but yeah. all bat- no one the animated Batman, that. like, but in, in, the Batmobile has hurt guns. But in, yeah. in that particular story arc, right? A very superpowered person who's trying not to kill, trying to, you know, uh, pull his punches, so to speak, is watching this human very rich human with all the toys and stuff just fucking you know be the judge jury and executioner and 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 doing it without any without thinking about it twice because he's the goddamn batman yeah why (laughs) see because i'm batman do you think do you think at that moment superman was tempted yeah with like i could I could do this. Well, there, you know, when when, when when Lex finally uh, lures him to the building top of LexCorp, and Superman was ready to to you know, once he learned he had his mom, Martha, he was he approached that with red eyes. He was ready to just zap uh, Luther right away. And it's fun to see that happen in the nightmare sequence mm-hmm. of saw- like, oh, this is by the way, this is what it looks like if he were to completely. Completely lose his humanity. So we're gonna we're gonna paint the picture for you. No, you're you know right. what I mean. Sorry, we're, I gonna, we're gonna absolutely paint the picture. We're not gonna go like, well, here's kind of what it looked like. No, in a world where Superman is the supreme leader, he's gonna murder the shit out of people right in front of your fucking eyes till yeah. there's nothing left. You're oh. like, God damn, okay. Now and then you you come back out of that and it's like, yeah, Batman, control that motherfucker. You know, <laughs> I, I think. Um, sorry, I kept trying to interrupt you in that talk, and I shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> but I need a, a drop. He said, like, I apologize like four times. I need a drop know, of that. I know. I uh, no, but you're right. Uh, I think I was just so excited because I never mm-hmm. thought of it until you mentioned it that we did get a lot of like Superman on the edge. Oh, you know what? Sorry, and, and, and 
the part of uh, another thing I forgot to mention in that of BVS is Wonder Woman. Oh. Doug, you had mentioned that you wish they had never shown Wonder Woman in the trailers, right? And we'll get to that, right? We'll get to that. But a third person who's also trying to regain their humanity, trying to figure it out, is Wonder Woman. Because in when she's introduced in that movie, she took a backseat to society. Wait, she was done with humanity. And she could absolutely help out, you know? And she was about to turn her back yet again. But once she saw this bat dude and some, and then some... You know, Boy Scout fighting this fucking monster that they couldn't handle, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, she pulled I her, help? she pulled her sword and shield out of her uh, carry on, <laughs> and, yeah. and then jumped in and helped out with Travels and with sheep. with the best musical sting, her Absolutely. Wonder Woman sting. Yes, mm-hmm. the I mean, I got hyped up. I didn't know that that was you know her sting at the time, but goddamn, you know what? It, what? And then that that fucking iconic shot of the the Trinity. Yes, what yeah. an introduction. One one woman to the, the dawn of justice, the Trinity shot, and then there was a scene when like uh, Doomsday knocked her back, and she like you know tumbled, 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 <laughs> she caught herself, Smirks. and the smirk. Yes, it was like that moment. That I, I just said it right before we started Sorry, recording today. I got to grab my cum poncho again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I really don't know if we will ever get a better representation of Wonder Woman See, but than I, that. With yeah. With with that scene that 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 Doug is talking about, where Diana um, Wonder Woman has that 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 like smiley smirk on her face, a lot of people took that the wrong way. Like it wasn't like it wasn't to be cheeky in a sense, so like cocky. It was. It's you have to think about who she is. She's she's a warrior. warrior. She's yeah. she's bred for that. You know, and she she's like fought in a while. She exactly. She's like (laughs) that mall fight. She's like she's like. I went there. Kratos, the god of war. You know, like like just her being in that in that element of of battle. That was where that was what that smirk was about. It wasn't for her to be you know like cute or look sexy like I I I I, which it doubled as it was. (laughs) I took it as like. Oh, you can handle this. Like, mm-hmm. I have a chance. Like in the animated uh, series where uh, I was about to say Batman, where Superman tells um, Darkseid, he's like, "I feel like I live in a world of cardboard box. You know, where I have to be careful to not break anything, mm-hmm. break anyone. But mm-hmm. you, you can take it, big boy." <laughs> and he, ooh, oh, that man. that iconic like punch. You know, where it's a little slow mo build up, and he just socked the shit out of Darkseid, and he flew. <laughs> through buildings but it was that moment that i that was what i took that uh simple little smirk you know fr- from her was like oh i got a chance to cut loose on oh, this yeah, dude like yeah. it was that's what i took it as but um and it, it, but I, I mean i feel like that's one of those maybe downsides to the snyderverse i mean plus sides for us downsides maybe to everyone else is like those little moments that like to the nerd to the mm-hmm. comic book reader to the fan we understood it and we loved it see but to and it's the all about interpretation, like how you take it. Yeah. And I feel like if you're not saying like a like like you have to be, you know, a everything fan, you know, you have to know the comics, you know, you have to know the characters, you know, but like you just have to look at the moment, you know, and and just kind of understand or try to understand like what is trying to be said, not 
not not not necessarily like I said that it was trying to be you know cheeky or you know sexy, but it was just one of those things like where that's just what I understood it to be because I because I knew better. Yeah, and it's just one of those things. Like I just feel like I, everybody's interpretation is going to be different. I, I also sorry. I also forget too that uh, Diana, like her her kind of story arc through uh, BVS was all about self preservation. The reason why she bumped into Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. was and tried to who was hit, trying to hack Luther's you know database was because there was a photo that she did not want out there. She mm-hmm. did the best she could to keep herself completely hidden and completely secret, which also yeah. kind of it kind of uh, helps with, you know, like plausible deni- deniability of mm-hmm. why she wasn't present and yeah. all these, all of these other things. And then 1984 came out. And I yeah. have to get into yeah. my, my, my <laughs> second one is, is, is with BV, BVS and with that, um, like, I just want to say like, it's a misunderstanding, a misinterpretation of however you want to take it, that, that um, Martha moment. Tell me about the Martha moment because we've had this conversation before. This is what I w- and I used to joke. I used to make the same joke that the rest of society, and the rest of the audience, joked with. And then you, you fucking laid this on me. <laughs> but and and it I, was most most profound. The reason why Ben Affleck uh, is in in the lake house or whatever, and not the uh, the uh, Wayne Manor is is because it's the. The lake house is representative of his mom. That's where his mom always dwelled, you know, where she spent time. This is what Zack Snyder came out with after the fact. So it's one of those things like it had a connection to him rather than him building up, uh, building back the Wayne Manor. He abandoned that because he had fond memories, you know, of Martha in the lake house. And, and also the reason why, uh, bat, the Batman chose a, a, uh, spear mm. as the Kryptonian weapon. It's a resemblance to the, uh, spear of destiny that pierced uh, Christ. Yeah. Cause there was a very, um, holy scene. Yeah. The angelic yeah, scene yeah, 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 when yeah. Been, uh, Superman saving. Cause yeah, it was and, all that stuff. Well, I but, think I've heard before, like the Christ comparisons to oh, Superman, yeah. oh, with like the age and everything is very similar. My not, favorite thing about Superman history was he was super communist. Oh, <laughs> absolute! Yeah, like yeah, yeah, every episode yeah, yeah, was like yeah, him yeah. taking down a corporate fuck, and like, <laughs> and then and then at some point in like the fifties with McCarthyism, there was this, this yeah. like no 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 no. Yeah, I, I, think yeah, it, I think it was a, going back to the comic book code. It was like. Mm-hmm. No villain can be a corporate or a, like no villain can be a mayor or like a corporate person. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't Luther a corporate person? Yeah, but I think I think at that point they kind of had to change him up a little okay. bit. Oh, yeah, like things. Anyway, so, um, but, but, but going, like going back to something, yeah, going yeah. back to something that uh, you kind of touched on a little bit is is the thing that I sorry the thing that I noticed with the the Snyderverse it, the whole you know everything Snyder had created for the five films is that all of these little details, all of the things that weren't in the movie, you got to see from a deleted scenes, an extended thing, a new Blu-ray, a special showing, a special screening, or tweets, or secondhand. Kevin mm-hmm. Smith said this, you know, uh, Zack Snyder kind of commented, that, well, yeah. yeah, I was going to have this in there, but it wasn't exactly shown in the movies. And it's like, so, it's frustrating, you know, um, but it, it's like, 
and we got to see it in, in the Zack Snyder cut. I mean, that that whole era of, of the internet really like banding together after a few a few years, hashtag release the Snyder cut, and then finally getting it. Oh yeah, like I'm still shocked we got that. But um the one good thing out of COVID. <laughs> it was, it was the, a result of COVID, right? Mar- Warner Brothers wanted something to release. Yeah, because nobody was doing anything, nobody could film anything, and Zack Snyder teased for so long that he's you know, he's had this because mo- the majority footage. of it was footage that yeah, he had. It yeah. was just mm-hmm. that back yeah. then. He would tease all, he would always say he would say something along the lines of like, Yeah, no, I got stuff. I, I got a scene of, of so and so doing this, and I got a scene of that. But I guess I you guys heard, are see it. heard rumors that the cast even said that that like Zack Snyder filmed so much stuff that he could have had Justice League mm-hmm. split into two movies. Oh yeah. By sure. itself. But, but anyways, but, but, yeah, but, but anyways, to but to add to the like how people view things in movie, like how you take things in that that whole um, Martha scene, Martha scene with with uh, uh, Batman and Superman, and like I would say, like that that moment, I understand both sides. Like I can see why people think that it's cheesy, you know, and I can see the views of how people look at it, you know, and I was like. Oh, that was a moment right there. And it's one of those things like um, where you have Batman, like he's ready to, you know, pretty much kill Superman right there on the spot. But I feel like it's one of those moments like where Lois comes in and, you know, then you have Superman says, uh, save Martha. And then it triggers, you know, something in Batman, you know, he's like, why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? And it's a lot of things that I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily get the 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 way that this thing was supposed to impact you. Zack Snyder just 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 didn't film Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed again for no reason. Like we all know his parents got killed. But it was a thing that like I will it, add that that was probably one of the better filming of that scene. Oh, though. Yeah. By far, by far. And it's one of those things that 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 stays with him, as in the Batman character. Like it's one of those moments that that will be with him for the rest of his days. That particular scene in the alleyway where his parents died, and it's a thing when you have him say Martha, like it's supposed to trigger him because he's because. Yes, that's his mom's name, but he's very curious of like, why are you saying this name? And yes, I don't know if a lot of people knew at the time, but you know, they both of their moms are named Martha. And it's like I thought it was pretty clever that he that he put it in there that way. And you could look at things as, oh yes, it's a plot device or whatnot. But with all that said, that moment was supposed to 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 handle two things. Batman being that kid in that alley who couldn't do anything to save his parents and about to kill this man, you know, who he doesn't really know but he sees him as a threat, you know, mm-hmm. because of things that happened in uh Man of Steel. Like him saying save Martha and the explanation to that like it 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 should have shocked Batman out of 
that killing rage right. because it was like Batman was about to do the same thing that that guy in the alleyway did to his parents to this guy who also has a mom like him and it's and it's a thing that I don't think was well received or people didn't view it that way and with him like with him finally backing off and and um like reasoning with him I'm going to skip forward to that warehouse scene where you have this guy, like I said, who's going to have that moment with him live forever until the day he dies about his parents in the alleyway who he couldn't do anything about. We know that's why he became Batman. But it's one of those things like where now you have this guy who's finally Batman and he could finally do something about it. So Superman saying save Martha, you know, a.k.a. save his mom. Batman took it unto himself to say, I'm I'm going to save your mom. You know, he he took that responsibility because now he can finally go save Martha, yeah, you know, which is, is necessarily like his mom. Yeah. And Batman's about to kill Superman mm-hmm. brutally. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the last words out of Superman's mouth could have been, no, don't. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me. Instead, selflessly says, "Yeah, don't kill Martha." Doesn't know that it's his mom. Yes, save save Martha. So, was, so now it, you have it's like a, it, that 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 one line. Mm-hmm. That one line did three things. It that, that you said, it touched on Bruce Wayne, not Batman. It touched on Bruce Wayne's inner child. Mm-hmm. It showed Batman that Superman was. Human, yeah, inside, and yeah, like he's just like him in a sense. Like he has, you know, people that he care about. Of course, I think it was Lois. I was like, and that's his mom, oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's his mom. Don't do it. Yeah, and and then lastly, it it showed that Superman was indeed selfless. Oh yeah, and it and it shook Batman. It it brought him back to like his it shook own him hum- to his core. Like I felt like it, he well, needed that jolt. Of course he did, but it, it it what it did specifically is that it again it showed Superman his humanity, so that he mm-hmm. you know Batman's like oh well hell I guess he isn't a, a mindless killing machine this mm-hmm. overpowered uh, thing, and and for Batman it pulled him back in and and from his, uh, his rage his rampage or and maybe his violence raised him up from the darkness as the bats did earlier uh, in the movie when they raised him up into the light. In his little, uh, the very beginning of the movie that we yeah, talked like the about. Yeah, intro with. Cued Josh Groban. <laughs> you raise me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but it's like, I would, I would never, like, for me, that, that particular moment when he went to that warehouse scene, like, it was. Which, I mean. He was that eight-year-old kid again. Hold up, hold up. We can't just reference that warehouse scene that was probably 100 grade a prime beef oh. batman kicking the shit out of hooligans oh, no. by uh, far like, but but no, see let's just that warehouse scene no, it's like no, 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 no the no, warehouse no, 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 scene no, no, no. the most you accurate understand. batman ass yeah. open no, no, you the understand. warehouse scene i think he gave someone a rock bottom i'm just saying that i want i want to but get this cr- is the thing though this is the thing yes all that all that what 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 you guys have said, but to me, the reason why that warehouse scene was so powerful, it's not 
just because like it was one of the best Batman fight scenes ever. Yes, it was. Mm. But it was that little eight-year-old boy in that alleyway finally got the chance to do yeah. what he wanted to do. And that's why it was that violent. Yeah, a, point that's, to his, a point to his yeah, cru- crusade. It, that's why. Because he was doing it for so many years. It was, it was, a, it was a, a, a blood-filled and almost pointless crusade because they, the, the bad guys kept popping up, kept popping up. And, and he kind of realized, like, oh, it isn't about getting rid of the bad guys. It's about, it's like Batman relearning to be a better Batman and Superman yeah, relearning yeah, like learning he, to be. Who he's become, we know to a degree, like he went beyond what what he was supposed to do, but but just him in that moment with about to kill, you know, Superman and the realization of all that stuff. Yeah, 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 the Martha line. But just him honestly going to that warehouse, I was watching that movie, and I shoot you not, I was like emotional damage because, like I said, how I took it was that. That eight-year-old boy in that alley now is Batman, and he finally can go do something about it. You know, yeah. even though it's not his mom, and yes, it's just Martha. But that's why he told him, you know, you go, you go handle what's happening mm-hmm. out there. You know, with Doomsday and all that stuff. Well, before we even got Doomsday, you know that there was the 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 structure that was lightning and and all that stuff. He was like, you go handle this. I'll go save your mom. Also, like people, so two part, uh, people complain about that Martha line, right? And there were so many things making fun of that, that line, mm-hmm. that, that scene. I did too. And then we, we, you and I had, you had the conversation with me mm-hmm. and you're like, no, here's why it's a fantastic scene. And I'm like, oh yeah. Enlighten me. And you did. And you said exactly what you said today. And I was like, well, shit balls. I'm enlightened. <laughs> right. Two, two, the, I love that now that you were talking about it, people complained that Batman was still overtly violent in the warehouse mm-hmm. scene, right? But man, when the motivation's so juicy to save someone else's Martha, yeah, man, and you're, that's you're just like, what I'm I gonna it is, like, whip some ass. So it's like that's legit up why that warehouse scene. Ass. And I 100 percent whoop ass. And I 100 <laughs> percent feel that that's why Zack Snyder had that scene, regardless of how, like I said. How epic that 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 warehouse scene was, you know, like it's it's more so the motivation behind it. Like you see that in the character when he moves, when he's fighting these guys, when he gets stabbed, like he is relentless. Yeah. And it's and it's I'm the purpose for good. And it's that and it's that sole purpose of I have to save Martha. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let this guy's mom die. Mm-hmm. Like think- just talking about it right now, I'm like ah. mm. I think it just hit it just hit me so hard. Like I was so when I heard the outrage, it's just one of those things that just like I didn't understand it, but that's just that was just my take from it. But mm. it it I think it's a great example of just how the internet or, or meme meme culture can kill something for people before they even see it. And I think that that was probably one of the first ones where everyone just started making fun of that Martha scene and people like, like I, I mean, when I watched that movie, the Martha scene didn't even stand out to me because I immediately picked up on that, like connection to his mom and human, humanizing Superman. Like it wasn't a thing to me. And then I immediately started seeing all these people like, Oh, he stopped fighting. Cause his name, his mom had the same name. It's like, 
Well, it wasn't that, but but everyone kind of yeah, said it. Yeah, it was more than that. And then I saw it again with with Justice League, with Joss Whedon's, the theatrical release of Justice League, where before it even came out, people were talking about the CGI'd mustache of Superman. <laughs> and and I, I'm bringing that up because I remember being in the theater, the scene came up, and I didn't really even notice it. Like it wasn't like it, it didn't stand out, but I heard, I heard so many people. I yeah. literally heard people in the audience going, oh, there, there it is. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck off. Like, like it, it had you not seen the memes, had you not seen the internet stories, you probably, we wouldn't even noticed it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing with the Martha thing where had people not heard the, the stupid commentary from the ignorant people that don't, I guess I'm being too aggressive here, but from from maybe the people that didn't think about it too much, right? They were just anxious for that joke because jokes get you likes and comments mm-hmm. and because yeah, and, like I just felt like it just went over the top of most people's head. But like I said, people are going to interpret it the way they interpret it. Like that was just my takeaway from it. No, no, they they are. But I, what I'm saying is like I think going back to maybe what we were saying earlier, where it's like review it for how you are seeing it maybe like don't let the internet's jokes or rotten tomatoes or rotten tomatoes don't let those things um influence how you approach a scene like take a take a second to step back and and look at the overall picture because a meme or or reddit commentary or something like that Mm -hmm. Could be missing something. Most mm-hmm. likely is missing something. And, and yeah. you know, going back to, I mean, a motif of our show. God damn it. I said motif a couple times within a couple of minutes. Uh, but the conversation, right? Have the conversations with people. Like, ask, like, instead of making fun of the Martha scene, maybe take a moment to ask, like, why, why would Batman suddenly stop this uh, vicious, deadly assault on Superman because he said Martha? And I think... You know, a lot of people, if they stopped and thought thought about it, they might come to the same very same conclusion. I heard one guy's uh, take on it after the fact. Like, I went online to just see what people took away from that scene. And this one guy, <laughs> I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was getting emotional when he was saying it. Because when he saw the Martha scene, he took it as, he was like, Martha... To him, represented like everybody's mom. Like he was like it. It it necessarily just wasn't Superman's mom. Like he took it as like it was our mom. Like you know, like everybody's mom. And it was just the like, non-billionaire mom. <laughs> yes, but 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 I mean, it was just like like his expression from it was like it was boys are gonna be known as mama's boys and all that stuff. But it was one of those things like where he just said he took it as like the name Martha wasn't necessarily just Martha to him. Like he took it as like save mom. Oh, I know full well if I was fighting someone, I mean, it's been a long time since I fought someone, maybe high school. But if I was fighting someone like punching them, you know, you know, holding them down, like really beating their ass. And all of a sudden they said, yeah, like, hey, save Diane. I would stop. Right? That's my mom's name. I would stop. Right? And so it's like, everyone's like, oh, he stopped. It's like, wouldn't you stop if someone yeah. said, suddenly <laughs> said your mom's fucking name? That's why that, that like, scene played out pretty well, because it wasn't like, uh, he, he was, you know, Batman was shocked. What? Yeah. What'd you say? 
Why'd you say that name? Like, like it took why, why, why like, you say that name? Exactly. That's exactly what I would yell. Like, like he legit was second back, but you see him take those heavy steps back. Like, yeah. Like he and he was disgusted with himself. He saw what he had become. He saw that's what I'm saying. humanity reflected in this alien. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, you know, the humanity that he should have in him, in himself. Because like, a, exactly like I said, like I I I felt like he was that dude that when he realized he was like, damn. I'm about to to do the same thing to this guy that was done to me, you know, or do the same thing to a family member. Like if I were to kill this guy, he has a mom. Yeah. Yeah. And she would feel the same pain I felt because of myself blindly taking, you know, my rage out on this guy and... But oh, how him. dare a superhero movie make us think? <laughs> also, in a, little, dare. In, a little, dare in a little bit of a, of, a, of a what if, and we'll wrap it up right now, uh, is uh, what do you think would have happened if Batman did kill Superman? Other than Doomsday just fucking, you know, demolishing the world. Um, I mean, it, 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 I mean, that's where maybe movies will never venture into that world. But like the Elseworld uh, idea of comic books, like I would absolutely love to read that trade paperback of a series of like where yeah batman killed superman mm. like what would that world be like i mean that's a whole nother conversation is a whole nother hypothetical but that's uh the joys of comic books that will will never uh bleed into maybe the mainstream media rudy Alrighty, guys that's as good as place as any to wrap part one of the snyderverse deep dive we're gonna come back with wonder woman in a part two so make sure to check us out Go and nerd, do some stuff. Check us out on the social medias at The Hype Attack on Instagram and TikTok. I just learned that. Doug? Yeah. Um, hopefully you spend this next week maybe thinking about Snyderverse and all those old DC Universe uh, movies as we head into the next era of DC movies. Um, check us out next week. Keep, uh, in the meantime, keep the conversation going with your friends and your family and us. And yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Catch us next time. Same hype time. Same hype channel. Spiral to the compods. <laughs> <laughs>